Every word sent forth ricochets in a different direction when it strikes another mind, alters meaning when illuminated by another thought, and changes value when exposed to other beliefs. Right? When you think about it, it's a wonder we ever get the message delivered or received well enough to get through our days. My advice, just stay in the present moment, noticing how difficult communication is and be wary of the illusion that it has taken place. My name is Michael Shikitano, and this is Right Here, Right Now, a podcast to inspire the learner inside each of us. In a world that is full of so much information, we will help find and package that information so that you can use it in your lives every day in practical ways. And in each episode, we will remind you of the importance of being present and mindful of your daily thoughts, actions, and interactions. It is truly the most vital step to learning and growth, being mindful and present right here, right now, to take on life's challenges and turn them into life's lessons. So come on this venture with us, a new beginning, a new journey that starts right here, right now. I am Michael Shikitano, your host of Right Here, Right Now, the podcast that shares great insights from past philosophers, current leaders of profound insights into the human mind and body and heart, scientists, psychologists, and spiritual gurus, as we look to integrate all of the information and apply the various principles to the present moments of our lives. For we must understand and continually remind ourselves in our hectic days that the present moment, this very moment, right here, right now, is all that we ever have. So capturing the lessons that come our way in a mindful way is the only way that we can truly learn and grow and evolve into the ever better beings that we hope to become on our journey in life. If you follow along with the podcast right here, right now, you know that I love a good quote. I love many good quotes, right? I have so many favorites for so many reasons and applied to various contexts, and you can find the right combination of words to spark the right thought in the right moment for incredible enlightenment and insight. Boom, right? But you must be looking for the lesson and be mindfully present for its impact to spark that new path of thinking or novel approach or adventurous idea or perhaps the unique resolution or to ponder the right questions even. So today we have an episode full of quotes, nothing but quotes actually as I hope you will listen and be inspired in some way by some of these words to do something, perhaps to inspire someone else, right? This cycle of inspiration here. 
I will start with one of the quotes that hit me hard when I began reading the book by D. Hock. And he writes, Never trust the solving of a problem to those who may benefit from the solution. Now, that just gets you thinking, right? What does that even mean? My goodness here. The thinking that these quotes evoke is why I love reading this book and why I consider myself so lucky to have stumbled upon it. Taking action to listen to a podcast episode recommended by a colleague to discover not only a new and interesting podcast, but this incredible modern-day philosopher in his autobiography titled Autobiography of a Restless Mind, written by D. Hock, who is the founder of Visa, the credit card. This gentleman wrote these over roughly a decade when he was in his mid-60s to 70s. He wrote these in the last decade of the last millennia. That's the 1990s for those listening way too early in the day to do the math. He challenges himself to write every day as the pace of his life slowed a bit and he's, as he began to realize how much he cherished the written word, the pondered thought, the obscure insights even. Some of these quotes are just really out there and they just get you to think. And for someone like me that is so passionate about the written word, born out of deliberate thought and experiential reflection, this man is quite an inspiration. This book inspired me. His style and process and fascination with thinking is marvelous to think about. And this excerpt from the intro to his book captivated me and, of course, got me thinking. He writes, During my business years, I developed the habit of formulating short graphic assertions often in the form of aphorisms, maxims, and metaphors, to test and clarify my thinking. Wow, huh? He was writing out his thoughts as a way to test his way of thinking. Not really just testing his thoughts that were written. He was thinking and testing the way he came up with these thoughts, possibly testing the observations he was making in a long and fascinating career in the credit card industry that he helped to build incredible wisdom and his introduction to his autobiography published in 2013, which is nothing but quote after quote, thought after thought, maxim by maxim, numbered one through 1,194, included a beautiful description of what these words offered him and hence us, since he worked so hard to share them with the world. I make no claim to have fully believed them, his words, when written, to believe them today, or to have fully lived those I do believe. Neither do I pretend that others have not thought or written about many of the same subjects over the centuries, for most reflect common concerns of mankind. The only claims asserted are that they then occupied my mind, seemed worth serious thought, contained some truth, or indulged my lifelong love affair with the music of words. So, people, sit back, open your mind, and open your heart as you listen to the symphony shared right here, right now, by way of D. Hock's autobiography of A Restless Mind. Happiness may be difficult, but it is not complicated. Dismiss desire, 
discard opinion, honor the past, trust the future, and treasure the moment. Of course, I had to start with this one right here, right now. And this was his second entry in his book. So you saw how quickly I was gripped by his words. You can give no greater gift than to speak and write that which is useful to your own heart. My gift to each of you with each creative moment I share right here, right now, is inspiring. Please pass along this gift to others by sharing the podcast today. Expecting to achieve all that we demand of ourselves is a love affair with disappointment. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean lower the bar here, people. Maybe just take a step back and consider being more compassionate to yourself. Humility and generosity have no enemies. He's basically saying nothing really can go wrong if we lead with these qualities or have them as a foundation of everything that we do. It is not genius to express the simple profoundly, but to express the profound simply. It is not poetry to express the beautiful simply, but to express the simple beautifully. Oh, these, this one here is great. A fool is no less a fool when a wise man errs. This reminds me of those bystanders that have nothing but critical attacks as they sit idly by, not doing, not trying, not changing, not learning. We know the wise person who acts will likely walk away with a lesson. Criticism would pursue and destroy quality were it not so nearsighted, sore of foot, and asthmatic. That's related to that other one we just read. If you never test your courage and strength, how can you measure the validity of your fears? This one I shared with colleagues at work at a meeting, and it was well-received in sparking contemplative thought, memorable enough to converse about the time the quote was shared. And think about this one. Don't your fears then begin to spread and grow and overflow into every facet of your life? We must put them in check with our tests of courage and strength. See that we may be conflating our fears, and we tend to over-exaggerate the consequences of our decisions. Be most fearful of indecision, people. Be most fearful of inaction. Oh, and go check out our episode on groundless fears from a few months back on right here, right now. Can anyone imagine human existence without the idea of love? or the love of ideas? It is a grave mistake to think that small acts of compassion and generosity cannot change the world for the better, since they are the only things that ever have. Those who despise people are the most desperate to be favorably recognized by them. To speak is craft, to listen is art. We judge others harshly by the standards we profess rather than those we practice, yet we resent it bitterly when they return the favor. Language, no matter how carefully crafted, is inadequate to fully convey what is in one's mind and equally inadequate 
for complete comprehension by the minds of others. Well, this this thought about language, you might just realize how complex communication is on so many levels when you really think about this. And he didn't even mention here mood fluctuations and the emotions that we may be feeling when we interpret the spoken words and then every other barrier to the spoken word translated and transformed from one's mind to one's mouth to another's ear to another's mind. It's like a game of telephone with just two people. Very difficult stuff here, communication. Every word sent forth ricochets in a different direction when it strikes another mind, alters meaning when illuminated by another thought, and changes value when exposed to other beliefs. Right? When you think about it, it's a wonder we ever get the message delivered or received well enough to get through our days. My advice, just stay in the present moment, noticing how difficult communication is and be wary of the illusion that it has taken place. Advice is as abundant as help is rare. People who ask for advice more often need help, but rarely get it. People who ask for help rarely need advice, but often get it. It is a kindness to the world to be liberal with help and cautious with advice. Perception is powerfully transformative. Gratuitous advice intended as a justifiable gift by the advisor is routinely received as unwarranted intrusion by the recipient. Right? Usually we give advice without the consideration of the perspective here. Advice should sound more like what I would do if I were in your circumstances. And make sure you consider the circumstances and be curious and ask lots of questions to help guide the advisee along their path with their perspective and their circumstances. It is a wise man who knows whether he is in complete error or deluded by partial truth. This one's nice. No dream is so great as the person you might become by remaining true to it. We fill our minds with the rubble of past experience in the vain hope that the future will prove predictable by repeating the past. Dead to the present moment are those who have no hope for the future. In hope lies the meaning of the moment. The wise make great use of adversity. The foolish whine about it. This one reminds me of the obstacle is the way and the thought of when things come up, you're going to learn and grow and evolve. And if you're not looking for those challenges to teach the lesson, all you're going to do is find yourself whining about it, right? Most lives consist of desires that will never be realized and realize desires without gratification. Solitude has its merits, but who has ever seen a wave traveling alone or a single flake of falling snow? There are thousands of accidental habits for each one that is planned. There are hundreds eager to criticize and admonish for each one willing to constructively assist, right? 
Again, these are those exhaustive people that always have something to say, hardly ever something to do or contribute. Higher purpose partially realized is better than lower purpose fully realized, for it contains much greater possibility. Impatience is a perpetual barrier between desire and realization. Despite the desperate effort of parents to teach their children good behavior, children continue to behave pretty much like their parents. They're always watching you, those kids, those toddlers, those adolescents, those young adults. Several minds are often better than one and many often better than several, not because they are less fallible, but because they are less likely to go wrong in the same way at the same time for the same reason. The one who professes the best motives is the most likely to act from the worst. There are two ways to look at opposition. I want to do it and they will not let me or they want to prevent me, and I won't let them. The rational mind deals well with some things such as quantity, money, mathematics, and facts, but it's a poor instrument to deal with others such as values, quality, or wisdom. Those require a wholeness of mind, body, and spirit quite beyond our present fragmented mechanistic mentalities. We are continually smashing the kernel of life with the hammers of logic. So people, he's saying, be more open to things that are difficult to prove or see, for that is where the richness in our lives come from, right? Open your clenched fist and the universe will gladly lie down in the palm of your hand. This reminds me of the resistance that we might exude when we are pushing too hard or trying too hard or forcing too much the things that we are striving or working for. Wait patiently and listen carefully until something whispers to your soul, then quietly follow the sound. Minds honed to razor sharpness on the cold stones of logic, reason, and mathematics easily dispose of God as myth, morality as subjective, humility as weak, generosity as foolish, love as ephemeral, and empathy as irrelevant. When we believe we are everything, we are on our way to nothing. When we believe we are nothing, we are on the way to everything. Why choose nullity over infinity? A dog chasing its tail never catches more than part of the dog. A man chasing his thoughts never catches more than part of the man. Values are of the spirit, not the mind. Anger and greed always justify their abuse with claims of prior provocation. Their every offense is claimed a defense. Every opposition they encounter, they consider offensive. Angry, greedy people should never be allowed to lead. 
An academic education too easily prepares one to make a living at the expense of life, to be narrowly expert while broadly ignorant, to be aggressively acquisitive while ethically impoverished, to know much and understand little. If we forgave others what we forgive ourselves, life would either be magnificent or intolerable. I can't figure out which. This is self-compassion versus self-hatred here, right, people? When we fully attend to management of self, excellent management of all else is unavoidable. Take care of yourself, people. Blame, punishment, suffering, and ridicule for our faults are much easier to bear than giving them up. A meaningful life cannot be made from denial. It must be made from affirmation. It is not more answers we need, but better questions. It is not more action we need, but deeper reflection. It is not more knowledge we need, but profounder wisdom. It is not more technology we need, but greater aspirations. Good enough we can obtain. Better we can aspire to and occasionally grasp. Best is forever beyond the reach of man. Best, he says here, may be the enemy, in fact, right? That's what he's trying to say. Maybe what he means is that if we strive for best, we may be too critical of any attempt at progress. In getting better on our way to best, best is not a destination. Better means working at something will show us progress on our way to best, but being okay with never achieving that end state, for then we may just end, right? What becomes known is worthless until it is shared. And this I'm leaving you with, people. This I love sharing right here, right now with each of you. Keep sharing, people. Please go back and listen to some of these. I know I've read them a bunch of times, and I'm going to listen to this again. Some of these things, remember, we're here to just spark the thinking process. We're not looking for the result of thinking a certain way, but really just thinking about how we think and can reflect and then turn our lives a little bit around for better ways to be better people right here, right now. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time, right here, right now.